Oh boy. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Turtle Reads. I'm Clay Foreman with Melissa Diaz. Hello. Uh, and today we have Gene. Yeah, we're Gene joined Getman. by our guest. Yeah. My husband. Guest, uh, newly wedded Gene Getman. <laughs> yeah. With uh, Melissa Diaz. Uh, I, okay, I have to ask. So you're not changing the last name, right? No, okay. maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I you know. Melissa Getman sounds pretty cool. Well, it sounds Jewish, and uh, you'll probably get more work that way. Yeah. Now I can finally move to Hollywood. Yeah, you can get some writing jobs, but it's not as good for stand-up. Melissa Diaz is pretty good. I like your name. I like my name. And I, Gene Diaz, if I were to take your name, which I will never do because that's a bitch move, mm. but Gene Diaz, I got to say, is a really... Good name. It'll, that it'll sounds throw pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, you can Four use it letters as a... each, really short, simple, like, but yeah, Gene Getman's good too. Yeah. It's a good stage name. Yeah. Gene Getman's all right. But Gene Diaz sounds like I'm in the Misfits. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm playing bass in a <laughs> punk band. Yeah, got a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about two things, actually, right? We're going to switch it up. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about a short story called uh, The Ones Who Walk Away From Amala's. And within the context of Skankfest, yeah. I personally think that's kind of perfect. Yeah. And I will explain why later. <laughs> but which let's talk about Skankfest first. Let's get that out of the way because we got married during Skankfest and that's why we are now husband and wife and potentially about to swap last names. <laughs> right? It's not a bitch move if we swap. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. like... Then we're just doing our own thing again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would fit kind of perfect. Yeah. It, it would be us. Very much us. We're not, it's not like you're not taking my last name. I'm not taking yours. We're switching. We're trading. Trading last names. And then we can give it back later. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're really kind of breaking down every marriage barrier that's ever happened. Like we just get married impromptu. I mean, a lot of people have gotten married in Vegas, right? But nobody just gets married impromptu in a strip mall. In uh, d during a comedy festival, and just like, hey, come downstairs, go to our wedding. Yeah, with yeah. a bunch of comedians. And yeah, then great turnout. It was great turnout, and then y'all basically roasted the pastor. Like y'all literally just like, yeah, we just we just said that. We I, I shit on everything. <laughs> I started off by shitting on marriage itself. Then <laughs> I shit on the skank fest. Yes, I called it a, uh, a festival for closeted juggalos. Yes, which at the time I I don't know if anybody was offended by, it, but then Violent J actually was at the yeah, festival. I didn't even know he was there. <laughs> yeah, he was he was super cool. Whenever he came through the green room, and one of his boys, one of his posse, were. Uh, they were walking through the the green room area, and that green room's connected to uh, another stage. And one of his boys, as they're leaving, just starts getting loud because I guess one of the people was like, "Hey, just kind of keep it down." And he's one of those people who likes to buck the authority and shit. So he's just like, "Whoa, mouth!" Starts yelling and screaming. <laughs> Violent J was the one who turned around and was like, "Yo, homie, shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, Violent J's cool as fuck. <laughs> he just bared his grill at him, and then the the lights from his diamond teeth grill just silenced him. You know, like kind of like a reverse parrot. You know, uh, you put a darkness over a parrot for a juggalo. It's like a blinding light mm -hmm. makes them quiet. No, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I was a juggalo in high school, so I, as soon as he was like walking to the green room door, I'm like. All right, I'm going to have to say something. So I just kept it simple. Like, hey, I was a juggalo at one point. You're the shit. You said that? Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> like, listen, 
respectfully. <laughs> we're, it's family. We're family. Woo woo. And all the shit. I love Fago. <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. Dude, Fago is pretty great. Is it? It's, what is it? Does it taste like Mountain Dew? I was actually just asking Gene if he knew what it tasted like or whatever the other day. It's like the ultimate, uh, or the penultimate, uh, like, just flavored soda. There's every flavor of Fago you think of. There's, you know, the bomb pops? Mm-hmm. The red, white, and blue bomb pops they have? Yeah. They have a, so- a Fago flavored like that. And crazy. it tastes just like it. That's crazy. It's, it's yeah, Fago's great. Uh, and during their concerts, they do Fago showers where they just take a whole, like, it's three liter bottles instead of two liters of Fago for some fucking reason. And they just, <laughs> like, hold it in on, under their arm and just, like, spray the whole crowd down with it and shit. It's it's great. Do you, do you think the executives <laughs> at Fago double down on Juggalos or do you think it's oh, like, for oh, sure. fuck. No, uh, the, this is now our thing. The gathering of the Juggalos probably makes them so much money within yeah. itself. Yeah. Much less all of the Juggalos across America. They're like, all right, this is, this is our market now. Like this and just random corner stores and shit where there's no other flavored soda already in the market. Yeah. I've never actually seen it sold anywhere uh, we, other than. Yeah, me neither. Where the hell is it? They have it at like, Back home, they would have it at Piggly Wiggly because there's just no other flavored soda brand. What the fuck is Piggly just going Wiggly? Going down to the Piggly Wiggly, picking up some Fago. <laughs> there's a, there's a sentence. Yeah, <laughs> there was a. I read a children's book called that one time. Well, what is a Piggly Wiggly? It's like a uh, Winn Dixie or uh, uh, no. uh, what? Nope. Really? A Piggly Wiggly is a like a, a frumpy uh, <sighs> rhinoceros. <laughs> That's what you I would think. Yeah. Never, like, I, I understand the Piggly Wiggly. That's like, uh, I, I, there's only one of those in Kaplan, I think. Uh, not even anywhere else like Lafayette. But we had Winn-Dixie and Lafayette. And I was, none of y'all heard of Winn-Dixie before? What the fuck is all of this? I've heard all of these terms. Really? Yeah. No. Damn, it's God so damn. whimsical down there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mary Poppins land down there, man. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like if Mary Poppins had type two diabetes. She she like doesn't float very well. She has to get a bigger umbrella. Well, yeah. no, she's missing a leg, so she's hopping constantly yeah, with the umbrella. It's even more whimsical somehow. Somehow Mary Poppins with a peg leg is actually more whimsical than regular Mary Poppins. What the fuck? Just a spoonful of sugar help my blood sugar go. Up, my blood sugar go up, and it'll stay that way for quite a while because I'm insulin resistant. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, what is Winn Dixie? What? The, what is a Piggly Wiggly? Please put this to rest for me. Like, like, uh, I, I guess it's like a Southern Walgreens kind of, like, like a kind of oh, okay. supermarket kind of thing, but. Very bare bones. I like that. Walgreens is a very, that's a Northeastern sort of pseudo ivory tower, uh, Ivy League college name to give something. That's like people from that region, you know, a Walgreens. Winn-Dixie will have a pharmacy sometimes. Piggly Wiggly won't have a pharmacy, but it's still a decent place to get like some produce and yeah. Yeah, whatever little thing you need. Drinks and food. Can you imagine getting your medicine from a Piggly Wiggly? (laughs) 
I'm, yeah, they I probably think the even one, tried it. I think like, the one in Kaplan at one point probably had a pharmacy. They got shrooms. That's what yeah. <laughs> yeah, some some like uh, their pharmacy was just uh, Flintstone vitamins. Voodoo medicine lady in the back or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Some voodoo lady. <laughs> just waving a chicken foot at you. It's like you're cured. It's like you have COVID anymore. You're like yes. It's like ah, come back again tomorrow. Be gone by then. Uh, all right, Piggly Wiggly. Winn-Dixie, Fago. Thank you for explaining all that to me. No problem. Um, but yeah, oh. Violent J was great. At, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Back to the wedding. Oh, yeah. That's okay. what started all this off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it was great. Great, like I said, great turnout. And you, you, your vows were both basically like roasting the whole thing. Which was <laughs> perfect. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah, it was too last minute to... <laughs> you know what was weird though? Uh, I don't know what it was like from your perspective uh, sitting in the, the pews or whatever, but the whole time when we first decided we were going to go through with it, because we months before we were like, wouldn't that be funny? Ha ha ha. But then we got there and we were like, all our friends are here. Yeah. We could just fucking do this. Right? And and like, let's just go get something. It'll be great. It'd be funny. Yeah. The chapel was right there. Yeah, It's fun. Yeah. The chapel's downstairs. We already get an Elvis. That's great. And it, it won't be inconvenient. Right. We're not asking anybody to go to Jamaica. Right. It's like, come downstairs. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we uh we started writing the vows and stuff and we went to ex- like an express outlet and just got some discount fucking eastern european club clothing and uh <laughs> yeah like we tried to make it as ridiculous as possible yeah. but then somehow it yeah. still ended up being sentimental uh-huh. and the whole time weird. though i saw it yeah. coming because I, I was like me too i was like we're trying real hard to make this like nothing right and it's it's gonna backfire and, <laughs> and it did it was we were both like near tears and shit in the fucking just like yeah oh like i was nervous yeah g's <laughs> hand was shaking right and i'm just like don't cry you bitch don't cry you fucking bitch right and i was like don't cry you bitch yeah. <laughs> I, should, I probably shouldn't have said that to you. No, it was okay. It was I shouldn't have apropos. whispered that in your ear while we were dancing. You mean the sweet nothings? I don't think it's great. But uh, I don't know what, it, what what did it look like to you guys? It was great. It was like you know, perfect, quick little fifteen minute service, and yeah, it was hilarious. Whenever the Elvis started doing his dance move for the first time, like whenever you just walked out and you hadn't seen it yet, you particularly flinched the first time he did it. Like he was going to hit you. It was fucking hilarious. I started bursting out laughing. I'm glad Uh, he didn't break a hip doing that. That's why I was... (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I was like I think that was the actual this? Elvis yeah. <laughs> actually I don't think he's dead I think he's just playing himself yeah, this as is, Elvis this is the corpse of Elvis reanimated for a wedding for a 15 minute wedding and, and it was an honor to play door guy at y'all wedding <laughs> yeah. that was great no oh, thank you <laughs> you just naturally gravitated towards the role though so I don't know I think you were just in somebody had element. to do it in the moment and I was like hey. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> I was like come take a break from being a door guy come downstairs <laughs> And he's just a door guy for the wedding. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got an hour break off of being the green room door guy, and I went be a door guy for a church. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Thank you. No, it was, it was perfect. Uh, Does that happen to you a lot? Like when you stand next to a door, people just hand you IDs. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious because whenever I was sitting at the green room door for Skankfest, any bigger black dude who came sit next to me, they immediately assumed that he was yeah. the security. Had two. It happened to two different big black comics, mm-hmm. Leonard Hoots and Roderick McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Both, both like 
every time somebody would walk up, they would immediately like show the badge to one of them instead of me. And Hilarious. I'm like, I'm the one in the staff shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't even matter. You're just an older black man. What are we doing? And Roger's got a great smile. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him as a doorman. Yeah, they don't smile. Yeah, they don't yeah. smile. They don't even make eye contact half the time. They just fucking kick you out on your ass. But yeah, um, it was, uh, that was fun. It was the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good marriage of everyone that we've met in Austin and, and a lot of people yeah. that we knew from New York. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's yeah, Brendan Fisher came through, fucking uh, Brendan Sagalow. Mm -hmm. Josh Adam Myers. Josh Adam Myers. Mm -hmm. That was Shire. hilarious. He was about to, he just yelled out, I'll drop $100 for the professional package. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That was wild. I can't believe they, they were going to say no. Right. We had like three fucking professional ca like cameras up in there and, and, uh, Oh my god, a dog just came in. <laughs> hey, Chi-Chi. Oh, What's up, Chili Cheese? Um, what yeah. Uh, he, god. Yeah, I know. Dogs totally, like, changed the... Yeah. yeah. The Especially focus. when you're on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help. All right. Did my that even happen? Are... I don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, what were we... Uh, Josh and Adam Myers. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't even know he was there. Dude, and then, yeah, we had three cameras ready, and they're like, oh, yeah, they didn't pay for the professional package. Josh is just like, yeah, I'll drop a hundred dollars. How much is it? What are we doing? <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's great. Over in fifteen minutes, I think weddings should be this way. Best wedding I've been to. Everybody in a long said time. that, and I think it's because right, we didn't force anybody to go to fucking Jamaica. Yeah, right. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't force anybody to set a date for it. It was so convenient. Right. For all of us involved. And yeah. the spontaneity that felt in the middle of the the festival. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go to a wedding. In, out, Doc let's party. Dr. Drew was walking by and I tried to convince oh, him. Oh, I saw that. Hilarious. I saw that. That would have been great. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was like him. trying to, I'm like, hey, yeah, these are great comics. They're, they're, and they're really close <laughs> friends. Like, man, you should really, cut. it's going to be just 15 minutes. But yeah, he didn't come. Yeah, he like psychoanalyzes it. Yeah. Like, no. yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. It seems like a bad idea. <laughs> pushes the Elvis out of the way. All right, listen. We're going to start a podcast. Mm. That would have been a good idea, actually, if somebody had thought to do that, like get married and do a podcast there, like have it be a Skankfest show or something. Next time. Like the festival yeah. could plan we'll, it or something. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to get divorced. We'll get divorced. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, wow. We'll and try we, again. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. We'll do it a second time. <laughs> we'll do it every year. Psych. <laughs> you thought this was special. <laughs> Doing it every year. <laughs> Do you think that what are the similarities to um, Juggalos? <laughs> Sk you know what skanks Juggalos? Uh, no, there skanks is versus definitely... Juggalos. There, there is a similarity. It's... You could see it. Everybody can. Gay chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. Well, there Dude. is a lot of that. Like, okay, so there's so much like. Uh... Right. There was there was a lot. There was Joe okay. Rosa. Right, there was a whole thing. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I mean, they talked about that on Legion of Skanks already. Joe got like a either a handy or a blowy. He says a handy. Everybody else says a blowy from a trans <laughs> a trans person. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that was cool. But uh, anyway, um, Juggalo to Skanks fan. It's there's definitely a Venn diagram where there's a lot of cross. Obviously, over. yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, the I feel like a big difference is just more. Comedy wise, like for some reason, skanks have like at one point for Legion of Skanks, whenever uh, I think it was Ari Shavir dosed Burt Kreischer. Yeah. 
It was when Ari Dose Bird Crusher, they had a whole uh, skank court to see. Uh, oh, no, no. It was whenever. Jay. Yeah. It was whenever Big Jay got dosed. So Lucia Gomez brought some acid to a Legion Skanks episode, tried to dose Ari. Ari switched drinks with Big Jay. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And dosed Big Jay. So they had a skank court with uh, Sal Volcano as the judge to see who was more at fault, Lucia Gomez or Ari Sphere of dosing Big J. They uh, determined it was Ari. And the punishment was a wheel of punishment where they spin. Ari has to spin a wheel. He still hasn't spun the wheel to this day. Uh, he, he had somebody fire off fireworks at the end of the uh, of the court uh, in the middle of a street in New York City to distract them and get away. He said he got assassinated. That's what he tweeted. <laughs> um, All right. And um, I hear that actually Ari instigated the Israeli-Palestinian attack yeah. so he doesn't yeah. have to spin the wheel. Yeah. He was working with Iran. This, that's long game. Uh, he, he became president of Legion of Skanks at one point. It was hilarious. They, they had a whole thing, but at the end, the wheel of punishment has shit like uh, um eating a cum cookie, which is called, it's a Jake Flores, uh, is eating a cookie covered in your own cum. Oh, um, your own cum. All right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's better than. Well, then, but then there's the French toast sock, which is uh, everybody else, Big J, Dave, Luis J. Gomez, all come in a container, put a sock in it, and then flip it over like French toast, like letting it soak it up, and then slap oh Ari in the gosh. face with it. Oh, no. Um, There's, uh, yeah, the wheel punisher had a bunch of stuff like that. Gun in the butt, which has already been done twice. The gun in the butt challenge. So for some reason, the comedy goes a lot of gay places. Uh, so your point is yeah. is very, you know. The That's Skanks even fans, gayer than I realized. Oh, yeah. They've done gun in the butt <laughs> twice already. And one of them was like the, the duck hunt gun, which is very big. <laughs> yeah, you actually have to physically force they, they it. Did. it in your they, anus. They did. Whose ass was I it? I think it was uh, Louis J. Gomez. Yeah. Wow. The, uh, Big the man J, is a hero. Big <laughs> J, the year before, he, he had a, a regular gun shoved up his ass because he lost a basketball game. And then Louis J. Gomez lost a game in a vert, uh, video game, basketball game. So he got the uh, see. This is why I'm in support of the Second Amendment because it, <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have that, then uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have this you, podcast. Yeah, what would you have to shove good. in your butt? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I, uh, for some reason, yeah, it's it's a lot of gay stuff. Yeah, it's gay because well, it's juggalos. funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's well, hilarious. I guess because Juggalos, there's no comedy aspect really. Right. Yeah. It's really, I don't even know what it's is the music. point. It's, it's music. Yeah, music. it's music. It's kind of a vibe. It's, it's a hang and things like that. Yeah, rap music with like a feel of like family. Yeah, and outcast people. Right, and rap mm -hmm. is kind of homophobic a lot of times. Yeah. So you can't. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's like an element of it where you're trying to be. It's maybe it's not explicitly homophobic, but it's more machismo kind of. Yeah culture right but comedy is sort of the opposite yeah so yeah, be just because you have that yeah. comedy aspect and gay is hilarious yeah. it's just funny yeah yeah gay okay. stuff is funny yeah so yeah. the so venn diagram for, for juggalos <laughs> and uh and uh skanks is the people that it intersects with or the people that go to an, an icp concert and they go this is not gay enough <laughs> exactly. and like, the search continues <laughs> the intersection of the venn diagram yeah. makes a penis yeah <laughs> or a butthole yeah. <laughs> De definitely not a vagina no no that explains the skanks uh, uh hand sign that's the venn diagram sign up there 
the anus right there. <laughs> no, yeah, but I've definitely heard the comparison of Juggalos to Skanks fans like so much. Even yeah. on the Legion of Skanks. So. Which one is more incel? Mm. Oh. Are they though? Well, uh, I'd I'd have to say it would probably be the Skanks fans. Juggalos is more like frat where I, the girls who are actually into it, which there are some, it might be bigger girls and shit like that from trailer parks, but but they're there, they're there, and they're gonna fuck. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's a, that's a beautiful. I don't. I don't think they're incelish. I think they're. These are kind of two release valves for people that would be incels. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. One through the penis, one through the butt. Right. It's like whatever. However, you can get that shit out of you. Whatever festival it is, maybe both do it. <laughs> right? I think it's it's good for them all. I really love the honestly. Uh, it's my first time at Skankfest and seeing a, a Skankfest festival, and um, it was great. They're the best comedy fans. Number like, one, it was well run. Yeah, extremely well run. So professional. Yeah. You guys did such an amazing job. Christine I was so and impressed. Rebecca killed it. They they do great every year. Carrie as yeah. well. She killed it. Amazing. Um, all you, the showrunners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then also, it yeah, it was it was so well run. But the the attendees were. I, yeah, I didn't people people shit on skanks a lot. But and and it's all the people you would expect. Right. Yeah. It, that's but more of like they don't shitting on the whole idea of the the humor that they think is funny, which right. is just ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like last this year, I sat on the green room door last year. I was walking. Around, I was one of the main head people and I was walking around constantly. And all the fans, every time they see me, because they were like, oh, I've seen you literally 10 hours straight today just walking around. They offer me. It was hilarious because it's fans just out and about. I'm just, uh, they're like, oh, hey, you want some water or a joint? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's a great, a great combination. I yeah. can only take one of those right now. But <laughs> You're going to need one or the other the, after yeah. one or the other. They're the nicest fans. And then this year on the green room door, it was basically the same thing just coming from like tj miller and harlan williams and fucking uh paulie shore them all like they all offered me waters at some point yeah so it's like the best really into hydration yeah <laughs> they have to be because of what happened last time and yeah. i mean yeah, yeah uh, looking at me it's like oh yeah let's keep this guy fucking hydrated <laughs> <laughs> it's like you good bro you good all right <laughs> no but yeah it's it's the best like festival with everybody yeah. fans and comedians and mm-hmm. yeah yeah zach miko's sweet he always fucking yeah is the nicest zach amico's great he's yeah. he's such a he's such a bright nice person i, I yeah. like them when the minute i met him I, I was like this is a cool guy but skanks in general i I just like it's a lot more complex than people give it give yeah. these people credit for uh the element of the comedy i think helps right yeah. because comedy is just and and all the shit that's going on with everybody that does comedy and and there's just there's just so much going on there's so much um it's so vibrant yeah. And uh, the closest to rebellious you can get right now, like uh, free, right? The people yeah. are just kind of letting loose in a real way, in a in a in a way. OK, so I noticed um, in a First Amendment kind of way, in a First Amendment kind of way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even deeper than that. Right. Because it's like the Second Amendment, the also. Second <laughs> Amendment in your butt. Right. <laughs> so it's like your first. <laughs> but it was great because it's it's even more than that. It's a it's almost like. 
you remember in the early 2000s where everybody was like, let's reappropriate the fucking word for fucking dick or whatever, right? Yeah. Make it feminist, right? But that was all bullshit, right? And that was just a way to insert your politics into people's everyday language and Man, culture, reinterpret people's that. fucking, yeah, cartoons and everything, right? But this is a real reappropriation. This is like yeah. taking it back from that bullshit and making yeah. it fun and what it originally was. And I really respect that. I really like that. And I think that's really important. It's like meme wars, right? It's like we're taking back the memes. We're taking back the songs. We're taking back the shows, the jokes, right? Yeah. The humor. And uh, it's like a big fuck you. Like a great, wonderful, big fuck you, fun thing. Yeah. And, you know, Doug Stanhope comes every... This year, he didn't even like... Whenever he first agreed to come, he was like, I don't want to be on any sets. I just want to go hang. Then he ended up doing his movie premiere... Uh, but he still was just hanging around. It, it was hilarious. I, like at one point I heard he just like did a bunch of shrooms somewhere and was just like chilling, like <laughs> literally would not get off a bench or something. Yeah. I, I, I was on the green room door and somebody's just like, yeah, Doug's like over there just chilling on a bench like he will not move. But all then also every time he came into the green room. Uh, bingo would come and basically like hump me <laughs> saying hi and yeah. shit, like hug me and be like, ah, oh, Clay. Shit. She's, she's got great nicest. energy. She's she's the nicest, sweetest yeah. person. Yeah. And Doug's great. I yeah. love him. Uh but yeah, it's uh a giant party with yeah, like great comedy and uh it's darker comedy, but yeah, like I saw Brian Holtzman for the first time. I same. actually hadn't seen him. Yeah. Did you what'd you that think? That was uh that was in the a punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then yeah, they had some you know, they have naked naked roasts every year, which is fucking amazing. This one was good, right? Always fucking. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see any shows, but oh yeah, I I, I heard it was fucking ridiculous, uh, yeah. especially this year. Um, and then they had um, Ari Shafir Secret Show, which was basically just Joe DeRosa and Ari Shafir roasting all the comics, like comedy in general. And like, like I, I heard they were going to, because uh, Brian McKay, Shout out to Brian McKay. He killed it again this year. Um, he came to me and he's like, yeah, if anybody asks about the secret show, it's Ari Shafir and Joe DeRosa just talking wild shit on lots of comedy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's going to be fucking wild. Like, I'm sure they told crazy stories and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear anything in particular? I, I, I no. know. I was sitting on green room door for the like literally y'all wedding was the only hour I got someone to cover. Damn. Well, is there a way for there's a way for people to stream some of those shows? Right? Oh yeah, Mint Comedy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, yeah, they can go that. watch all that or whatever was recorded on Mint Comedy. Some of it uh, is actually out. Like I think they put one of the Legion of Skanks episodes out already on Gas Digital. Cool. Yeah, um, and the Secret Show and the Naked Roast Battle are no, yeah. no filming. No filming. No filming okay. on those. Well, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, the Naked Roast especially. Yeah. Um, but one yeah. one of the um, people that did the Naked Roast, Celia. I saw her in the green room. She's tripping balls. Yeah. She's just sitting there. She's like, everyone looks so small. <laughs> she's just like not moving. I'm like, oh, yeah, we got you. We'll oh, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was a wild time. I, I... Yeah. It was a great weekend. Yeah. It was wonderful. And yeah, being on the green room door, I, like half the stories I have, I can't even say. 
That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. 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 The problem is, is it can only ever be gossip and rumor. Yeah. Because if you if you get it on uh, that's how I have my job. I know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that actually uh, uh, that aligns really well with the story that you wanted to talk about, where there's a secret that nobody can, mm-hmm. everyone knows about, but you can't really. Well, that's what that, I, was, I was trying to steer it towards that subtly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get the ship. There you go. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, that it's true. Well, um, the ones who walk away from Omelas, what'd yeah. you think? I mean, it's it, it's uh, it's like the Giver, it, it, but it's like a basically a bare bones structure of that kind of story mm-hmm. of like a, yeah, a utopia where they have one person who is the sacrifice, and um, yeah, there's the people who walk away from it, and it's really a dystopia. It's it only a utopia from the outside. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's uh, a nice little, it was like 10 pages. Yeah, super short. I told you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we got to read this. We got to read something short so we can talk about Skankfest. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that was the shortest thing I could think of that still kind of passed as fantasy. Yeah, it was good. Because it it's was... a hypothetical scenario. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever read that book? I don't read. You don't read? Oh, okay. They have audio. They have an audio version. Okay. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes. All right. Uh, listen, to, it's great. It's basically the premise is uh, there's a utopian society that exists. It's uh, basically anything you even even you would think, whatever the fuck you want as in a utopia, free sex, priestesses walking around nude, just giving pussy out. Right. <laughs> uh, the, a drug that doesn't give you a hangover. That's wonderful. No bad effects. Right. Whatever you want. Right. This is what this place is. But. It's all contingent on the one child being tortured for the rest of their life in the basement at the at the foundation of that whole city. This is the worst trolley car philosophical argument ever. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Well, I think it's the it's valid only within the, the narrow context of utopianism. So sure. Yeah. If you are creating if you are engineering a society and then you know that there's going to be a lot of fallout and a lot of suffering and you do it in spite of that you're engineering this scenario so that's bad okay fine yeah uh i think a lot of people recently um because i was listening to sam harris read it and talk about it uh have reinterpreted that shit for liberalism to where it becomes this big, you know where it's going, right? So yeah. the narrative yeah. of, of like, look at us drinking tea and lattes. Meanwhile, children suffer in Africa. Like that whole fucking thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't think that's valid because I'm like, okay, th- we didn't engineer this, yeah. you know, right? You could say that we created a city state, um, uh, very optimized, very wealthy, right? And despite that, there is inequality and there is poverty, right? But we didn't engineer this as a utopia with the express purpose of making it and and knowing that that's going to happen and dismissing it, and then we all do it anyway. That's not the same. That's not the same thing. I don't think. I don't. I think that's a fallacy that that liberals just put on that story. Yeah. Right. And it's also not clear in the story how their utopia is contingent upon this one kid right. suffering. And yeah. that's another major plot hole. It's like they never explain why. Yeah, they, they never well, say why it's the case. You, like you just came up with this story. Like you just want this kid to be tortured right. this yeah. whole time. Yeah. And then everybody's happy. And I guess the loose um, connection is that 
you think of the most amazing thing that you can possibly think of, right? And then, but this one kid is suffering. So in the story, he's like, imagine this, right? Oh, you, and you don't believe me that it could happen, huh? Right. And I, oh, and imagine how amazing this thing is. Still, you don't believe me? Well, then here, let me tell you about this little kid that's suffering in this closet and just being beaten and neglected and screaming and and in fear their entire life. Now, doesn't that other scenario look a little bit more plausible? Mm -hmm. And in some way, as the reader, you're like, huh, yeah, I guess it does because, and what that really is supposed to reflect on is our sense of morality, where you can sort of imagine how this society kind of came together. And because they all know about this kid, they now have this sense of, we have to be as happy and functional together, like basically not to dysfunctional. We have to work together and cultivate this amazing society. We have to do it, mm -hmm. guys, we have to. Yeah. We can't even spare a day of misery because we all know that this kid is suffering. And if we even are miserable for one day, then it completely neglects the sacrifice that we're making. Mm -hmm. And in that way, that's how they make it plausible. Like that's the connection between right. the two. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it begs you to kind of say that, oh, if we go help the child, the whole thing falls apart. Well, then again, you can go physically help the child yeah. if you want to. Right. That is something that any one of these citizens can do or right. collectively decide to do. But that's supposed to now be extrapolated to mm -hmm. our society where instead of one kid it's millions here's the play that they do there because their society is perfect right and they have one kid suffering our society by contrast has millions of children suffering and it's not even perfect right exactly yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's a false yeah yeah it's, well, well it's what's supposed the term to you use the trolley Oh, uh, yeah, the trolley car or philosophical trolley, argument. Yeah. Argument. Yeah, like the it's, trolley it's basically it, it's a it was a rhetorical device that was useful for one concept. And that concept is not even as um, relevant currently, yeah, because like you said, it's not we don't live in perfect societies. Yeah. Um, and there are millions of children. You want to go try to save every one of them? It's like that's like poverty whack-a-mole. Right. Yeah. You right. fucking and try it, over here. It's happening over here. But it's not even children, right? It's really supposed to expand out to all levels of disparity, mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. it's people that are in poverty in America, families that are impoverished versus rich people, or countries. Clearly, the United States is one of the most wealthy con concentrations of wealth in the world mm -hmm. at the behest of other countries. This is sort of the yeah. global inequality that sort of has to happen as the result of you know, 20th century politics and things like that. So there yeah, are these disparities all over the world that crop up, but they crop up because they crop up. Right. This is the way things just work in a very uh, cosmic sort of way. Yeah. Um, even in the yeah. universe, we have matter that pulls together into planets mm -hmm. that clumps together because there's gravity. There's a force that makes things clump to each other and other places don't have things and we right. call that space. Well, that works economically too. Yeah, you that's have... what we call Kenya. We're like, look at all that space. Right. <laughs> that's why it's so dark. That's all space. Anyway, what's going on over here? That's why it's so dark over yeah, there. Yeah, it's so dark. <laughs> uh, oh, look at this black hole. <laughs> Stone skankfest mode. Yeah. yeah. We never leave skankfest mode. Me and Gina are like, that does it all. touch on anything uh, about the perpetuating that? So it, 
touching on if we go help the girl, then yeah, we lose they, all this. They or do. if they, we don't like, keep this going, then it's they all talk in about, vain. Uh, yeah. There's people who, the, the name of it is called the ones who walk away from Omelas, which Omelas is Salem backwards. Um, oh, oh, interesting. Hmm. How the fuck did you, did you? Look, it was it? in the book. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, look who we can't read Literally, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, Salem, but Salem doesn't start with an O. Omelas. Omelas. So yes. it starts with an S. So it's Salem O. Salem, Salem, uh, Salem. I, Salem. I don't know. The author literally wrote <laughs> in the book that I, the one that I read. She literally, like, whenever she was coming up with the name of the city, just flipped around. Yeah, Salem, and, and then just added, added an O. I guess this is because you just oh, haven't been sleeping. Salem. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> is because you haven't been sleeping. You're just up all night doing yeah. anagrams of shit and just reading pro the prologue. I see that as truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I get it. Um. But uh, yeah, they did. Um, there's, you know, there's the ones who walk away, just literally leave the city. Well, there's, there's then, the, yeah, there are the people that go and meet the, everyone has to meet the child. Nobody in the city is ignorant of the kid. So there are the people that meet the kid and they go, oh, this is terrible. They go home and then they go, but without his suffering, what, what will we be? And so they go, we must, you know, be strong and live our lives to the fullest and, and appreciation of the, right. then there's, um, uh, but then there's others, right. Who they meet the child, they go, then they never go home. They go, well, fuck this city. Right. And then they just walk away. They walk into the wilderness and they leave. They just, they, they don't, save the child i guess maybe they see the complexity of the so they just yeah. they opt, opt out. out and they just leave i think in the book also or in the story they say that the place where they go <laughs> is beyond description which i think may imply suicide i don't that know they kill themselves i don't think I don't, well yeah maybe. maybe but maybe it's beyond description because it just hasn't it's undiscovered right it could also be that yeah, right. I guess that could also mean that if in a certain way, if we map that onto our society, to walk away from it would be to go somewhere that we haven't discovered yet. Exactly. Could in be. other words, there is no walking away from Amelius. Uh, well, um, there is. People walk away, right? And uh, maybe it's an individual journey. Who, kn who knows? That's very speculative, right? Yeah. What I want to posit is uh, there is a, another consideration, which is this rhetorical device, now that we live in the 21st century, everybody that works with social media, which is literally everybody sells shit on social media, has has adopted themselves methods to spread propaganda about themselves, about their, to their friends, to their family, to their business, uh, to their clients, whatever you're doing online. Right. Uh, we become we've become filmmakers. We've become copywriters. We do it for ourselves. We're making a podcast. This motherfucker's taking more mushrooms because he's like, I need more mushrooms for this. You dime slotted motherfucker. <laughs> I think he's just eating chocolate yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> just, but okay. So what I'm saying is, long to make this shorter, right? We all see through rhetorical devices more than we did before, right? Mm -hmm. So Omelas, we, if you were to read that in the 90s, right? You'd be like, oh shit, right? It would fucking blow your mind. But now you see this double layer where it's like, this is a rhetorical, this is a trolley cart, philosophical trolley cart, yeah. right? You get that now. And yeah. you go, this is a person trying to put us through a thought experiment. This does not reflect yeah. reality in its completion, in its all its complexity, right? So what I want to say is, or my theory, <laughs> right, is at this juncture, the people that are walking away from Omelas technically are people that like the people that go to Skankfest. You know, they are the people that are walking away from utopianist rhetoric altogether. 
yeah. and and just all of the bullshit and it's uncharted territory. That's yeah. why you're putting guns up your butts because <laughs> you don't know what to do yet. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's, like you you just want to be free. So you're doing any you're freeing yourselves from from your own uh, gayness, homophobia, yeah, or your or your gayness, <laughs> well, right? You're, no, you're yeah. like especially uh, like right now with like literally everything going like the election, fucking uh, the extra COVID shit that might be popping up, the the israel palestine shit like mm -hmm. everything everything's happening right now one weekend of skank fest is the perfect getaway for most of those people mm -hmm. and just like to walk away for a weekend and be like none of that matters we're yeah. gonna go laugh and yeah. see some crazy shit well because on some be level a, a are you saying that's family. where the others go i think that's where that it's uncharted territory currently i think people have walked away from god from religion, from um, uh, political rhetoric, from utopianism, from just bullshit, yeah. right? It's that we have, everything has been exposed, right? Even when you're interacting with the Israel-Palestine conflict, you know that you're, you're not, because there's this buffer of private interests and government interests that are that are blocking you, that are buffering you from from the real experience, the lived experience of those people, and that all you interact with is the rhetoric of people trying to nudge you in directions that you may not necessarily go on your own. Yeah. Right. So, and it's all there, and it's the same argument. Everything Israel, Palestine, whatever side it is, right? It's like it's us. And and it's like even though people will suffer, follow us. It's yeah. the same. Every fucking rhetorical device in this society is omelas. You know what I mean? And I think skanks, uh, incels, fucking juggalos. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're so fucked up, right? It, it be, but it's because they are not allowing themselves to get wrapped up in uh, bullshit rhetoric, right? They want to be free. They want to have a family. They yeah. want to have a community. Uh, that is authentic where um, where you could be where you could where you where a tranny can blow you. Right. And you know what I mean? Like 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 authentic. How come all of the options are gay. <laughs> I don't know. Because because I don't know. I think that might be the, the could way. Could you think of one option that's know. just like I mean, fun? Not really. I almost had an option that was, but that gay was is the fun. opposite of gay. It was great. Almost. Drugs. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah, I think gay is a good device for people because I think it breaks your brain. Yeah. You know. It breaks you somehow. It breaks you free of part part of the things holding you back. But I think Omelas for me, the, I think people are walking away in in the here and now from a thing that is like Omelas, which yeah. is the uh, for me. That's what I think. That's what I saw in Skankfest. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it, it, if it it's that should be the marketing um, for next year's Skankfest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like walk away from Omelas to Skankfest. Yeah. <laughs> 2024 <laughs> we've discovered it <laughs> have you ever have y'all ever read the giver yeah i've read the giver it's kind of similar mm -hmm. just instead of a sacrificial like torturing a kid it's one person who's chosen to hold the memories of before everything became uh the sameness i think everything it's became perfect yeah. yeah everything's all at one point everything in this civilization just became gray and same all the food everything like literally everyone's looking great there was a movie with jeff bridges it was pretty good uh everyone sees in gray and everything except for one kid who can see color hear music all this shit and uh it, it that one it's a really good book yeah um 
You, you've There's probably two. read it. It's it's assigned reading in high school. No, yeah. if uh, your sentence starts with "you've probably read," <laughs> the, the answer is no. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Have you? You haven't checked out any of the Discworld since she started. I've got her into. It. No, I I'm not a big reader. Have you read American Gods or anything from Neil Gaiman? No. <laughs> Those are words that I've heard. <laughs> Those are words that you're saying. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, you got to send it's him a too, podcast if you want him to read something. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I've read a few books, just a handful. There's, there's two things Very that stand few. out. One, the story you just told, the allegory of the forms uh, in philosophy of the beholden of beauty and the ultimate of everything. That but, reminds you of that. And then the, the other story, with the, even with the child, reminds you of Jesus in the way of yeah. All the sins and everything on one person to absorb the the hate yeah. of the world or the whatever of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sacrificed for all the sins. And he used whatever in a Jesus reference. Yeah. Yeah, but all Jesus did was create a bunch of moms who are just martyrs, right? Just moms <laughs> being like, what do I do for you? You know, and it's just like carrying a cross. Like that's a cultural thing now. Everyone's just carrying a uh, cross. The Greeks had their their Bible was... Uh, the Iliad and the Odyssey. That's why they were insane, and they just that killed. Tracks. They got sirens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hydras and shit. That was that, was, that must have been fun. I I like that old Norse. Like they literally. Uh, well, I like to think of it because I'm I'm big mythology buff. I like to think of how they actually thought of it. The ones who actually believed in their actual gods, like Egyptians, actually believed that the sky was just the under the backside of a god. A goddess. Did they? Named Nut. Yes. No, Nut was the goddess of night. Yeah. Or, or, no, yeah. The underside. I'm sorry. Did not they the really sky. believe that or not were they the told that and they just. Well, some of them <laughs> must like, have right. actually what believed. Else gonna do? Like, like we, some of us actually believe that Jesus wasn't fair. Did all the stuff. You know, Newt, uh, they believe, took up the entire underside of the earth and every day she swallowed the sun as whenever it went down and birthed it. In the morning. Hell yeah, that's badass. So like, they actually <laughs> thought there was a whole woman on the other side of the earth. Just like, that, that's insane. That's cool. You imagine <laughs> you think that? Wouldn't that make your whole world just... I need more mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they needed any mushrooms. That's but just us. <laughs> women don't give birth every, in a cyclical idea. So it must have been her period. <laughs> no, because it was, ev- was every day. It was on a regular cycle. The sun was actually her ovum being passed through. I mean, they knew of the, it doesn't really. It would explain the track. sunrise colors, but yeah. yeah. And plus, yeah, exactly. When it's rising or setting, it's all reddish and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ill. All right. Uh, well, I'm glad that's reality you. for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to break your. <laughs> Your preconceived notions of what reality should be like. <laughs> I'll accept it. I guess that's fine. Uh, um, let's move on from period sunsets. Yeah, back to Skankfest. Oh yeah. So what do you what do you think of? Uh, well, how was your sets? So, like, I, you actually got up. Like, did, oh, did time? It was great. I had the, the shows were great. The audiences were great. But, um, yeah. There was a what what uh, stages did you go up on? How many? Um, well, I had I had one show a night. I was trying to see if I could get some more, but they were kind of full. Uh, I didn't want to 
interrupt the, the lineup or whatever if it was too much. But um, I just hung around and stuff. But I got one show and I did the Hippo Tank and I did uh, the Stand. Nice. Basically just the Austin showcase. Oh, okay. And then the Hippo Tank was just kind of a general showcase that never ended. Yeah. Which I kind of liked. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Yeah. That one, uh, last year, that the one where it's just <laughs> like constant comedy. That Zach, I think Zach was running it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He would come around every now and then and I would throw him people, but it, it was always like random person, random person, killers, random person, yeah. random person. Like it, it's just, you'll just go and see randomly like, uh, Ari Shafir come through and fucking, it, it, it's always fun. TJ Miller stopped by, right? When, yeah. Right around yeah, when I was great. getting up. Yeah. And he killed, I think he was just doing crowd work yeah. and he just murdered. Just because some, what was it? Because you saw it, most of it. I didn't see it. <laughs> some guy <clears throat> was saying that he, I guess TJ was asking people, what are you doing in Vegas? Like, what, what are you doing for fun? And some guy was like, oh, me? Yeah, I went and sat down at one of the slot machines, put $10 down, and just kept bringing me drinks. And I had like, <laughs> I had like four or five drinks. And then I took my $10 back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and TJ was like, oh, yeah, so you have no clue how to have fun whatsoever. <laughs> and then he went off on that for like 10 minutes. It was amazing. Yeah. He was just going on just that fact, just trashing this guy for 10 minutes straight. It was oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. No, yeah. Me, and, uh, me and TJ Miller, we had a like a standoff, like a old, like old timey, old, old like wild west. west, wild west. He was at the end of the hallway. It was during the goddamn comedy jam, so everybody was at the fucking ring. There's nobody in the hallway, and he was at the at the end of the hallway. Just like it was a dark silhouette, but just how he was standing, I could tell it was TJ. Yeah, and he was like going standing like that, and I was sitting in my chair, <laughs> and all apparently all he could see was a silhouette. Uh, and we just like stared at each other for a good while. And then <laughs> I got up and we walked to each other. And I'm like, Teacher's probably so high. He thought you were his probation <laughs> officer. He probably thought you were like, his reflection. Is that, is it, is, how he can't be. It can't be him. What? Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we walked to each other. And I was like, yeah, dude, it looked like we were having a, uh, uh, like you were having a stare down with me. He's like, it was the same on my side. I was like, cool. All right. As long as this wasn't a weird thing, then we're good. No, I think it was a weird thing. <laughs> In addition. <laughs> yeah, TJ was cool. Yeah. It's good to see him. Super nice. And he was always wearing the wildest shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fucking blazer, whatever the fuck, the shiny one. That was great. Um yeah. yeah, it was it was a wild time. Uh yeah, one which you you cannot relate 80% of because of uh non-disclosure agreements. <laughs> so but it was great. No, I don't I don't have to sign anything. I just you just have to change names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. change the fucking name. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah. So Stacy, uh, what did what so uh mm, God dang it. I'm not good off the cuff, especially on Shroom. Well, like coming up with a name? Yeah. We could do it for you. Steve. Well, I was, yeah. trying, I was trying to think of something funny and close to, but no, yeah. I was going to do like Mandover or something. Man. I heard Corinne Fisher blew a tranny. <laughs> you know, I'm just making up names. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Talk about that. 
Um, Steve. Steve. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, uh, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not, oh, some, so some guy named Steve's about to yeah. get fired right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, most of the stories from the green room is like stuff where it's like no, it could only affect them personally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not really like I, I'm pretty sure there was a chick going around with nitrous balloons. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I saw those around. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I remember high school. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, people were doing drugs that I think I'm too old to recognize. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we were sitting down. We watched people set up um, gel, like weed gel. Yeah. Like they're smoking some type of THC type of thing. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, it, it looks like I'm Good watching dab. Breaking Bad. It's yeah. like Walter yeah. White making meth out of weed. Well, you want to like free basing weed. All of their, all of the, uh, the uh, paraphernalia was uh, really ornate. It, yeah. looked, it looked beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. like, it was a stained glass, yeah. wrought iron, wrought steel, well, butterfly, you know. You know. And the it, the, the Chinese long, economy has come a long way. Well, that's way. what it reminded me of. It reminded him <laughs> of like a Jap, like a Chinese tea room, right? It meets yeah. opium den, right? And But it was just weed. And it, and it was like gel. And they, and they yeah. gave, they were like, they, he gave me a thing to smell. Like, look at this. This is butter, honey. Like, it was a fucking candle. He's like, smell this. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to the Weed Maps guys. They gave me a, like a big ass fucking just bunch of shit whenever I walk by. Right after your wedding, I was walking up and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're having a good day. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, that was great. 15 minute wedding. <laughs> I have like another 30 minutes because I told the guy, I was like, can you at least cover me for an hour? Oh, okay. So I had like a good 30 minutes left. So I just went, take that to walk around, go see merch and shit and immediately stopped at the Weed Maps thing. And they were like, yeah, we've seen you on the green room door fucking all weekend. Here, we're just going to give you because oh, that's the, so nice. The first day they came, they had the bit giant. Did y'all get to see the UFO bong? Yeah. The giant one. Immediately, they're like, "Oh, you got to come by and smoke this." And I never got to smoke it. Um, it was huge UFO <laughs> bong thing that would been great to hit. Your voice just cracked when you said that, like you were just spellbound. Yeah, it was <laughs> smitten. Unfortunate. Yeah. It was quite it was unfortunate. Fabulous. I didn't get to hit that. Uh, but they did. They gave me like a whole bubbler. I have at the house now. It's really nice. Okay. Uh, gave me a bunch of shit lighters. Uh, cool little. Um, it's like a cheese grater, but for weed. Oh, I see. What like a like a hash block or something? No, it's literally like a card, like a credit card sized thing where you just. Oh, I saw those. Yeah, yeah. where you, you grate. It's it's grinding weed, but it basically makes as fine as keef. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but how do you you take a bud and and scrape it? Scrape it. A bud though, right? Mm -hmm. Oh wow, that like Parmesan. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we are now. Weed's <laughs> in the mainstream. It's for yeah. soccer moms. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just putting it on your salad. It's like cracked pepper and shit. You just yeah. throw it on. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, there were... so, some weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough, guys. <laughs> How come there's less innovation in other drugs? They're not legal. No, I mean, that's that's it's always been like that. Like with stoners, you know, making pipes out of cans and apples and I did that shit. Like yeah. for some reason, stoners are the the engineers of the drug community. Yeah, yeah you know. there's something about it. You get very <laughs> maybe, the other one, maybe the other drugs are just that much better. Where you don't, yeah. you just want to do the drug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you or maybe you just get high. You can't do anything. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, driving seems... on salvia. Oh, or yeah. Whatever that was. 
yeah, no, that yeah, was they, great. yeah. They had that guy who did, he was like trying to he. No, was it Ari Shafir who did that? He tried to do the uh, walk through tires on Salvia. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you can't do how many times is it gonna take? <laughs> you can't do anything on Salvia, dude. I was yeah, that was that's great. Yeah. How far did he get? Oh, like two steps, and then he was fucking bowled over and just. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I feel like Salvia is like catnip for people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does it look like that? Cat, catnip, it just starts to yeah. <laughs> freaking seize up in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he went through like a whole life and had kids and stuff in like the matter of like 10 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah, I've heard him say that. I've heard multiple people say that about drugs like that, salvia, DMT, and they're very adamant about it. There was uh, actually in the documentary DMT, the god's drug you ever see that yeah, one the spirit molecule yeah spirit molecule yeah there's a guy that says like i lived a whole life a yeah. hundred years in 15 minutes and his just eyes bulging <laughs> out of his head he's just traumatized probably because his wife was really annoying you know? <laughs> yeah it goes back to her yeah, he's like, like, damn it you're not like michelle Man, at this- all <laughs> i always wondered if that's real real you know because you can have that impression but how, like, is it like this? Like, am I on DMT right now? I mean, we are, yeah. technically. That's kind of like the whole trip of life That's what, at, at large. I wish I could, uh, I, I did try. Have kicked in. I don't know. That'd be really sad if I don't, if I wake up and Melissa's not there. I got some oh other bitch there. Dude, I would hate that so much. I know. I'm not even me. I'm some guy, some other guy. Your back is Kankfest and it's clay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's right. He just took you a just hit off the door. bong. I wake up. I'm like, ah. Oh. Like, I got to get on this you're, meat diet. You're still staring at TJ Miller. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's what you look into TJ Miller's eyes. Yeah. That's the one drug nobody can resist. That's why he wears glasses. No, yeah, yeah. he's like Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, and I wish I could kind of like achieve that. I've tried to hit DMT like stupid amounts. I've talked about it on the podcast. I, I had one time where I went to a comics house, uh, or Airstream, not a house. Uh, and I tried to, <laughs> he, he, he had like a shit ton of DMT and, uh, I took 10 hits straight. What is that? Jesus Christ. Holy fuck. And I didn't get any visuals. Huh. It's, it didn't affect you. Uh, body high. Really? A body high on DMT? That, that the hell's it. the point of that? There was no blast off, but it was legit. Like, I, I know this guy, I know this was legit DMT. Uh, was it Steve? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Steve. He's not even really uh he, he hasn't come around in a good bit. I might be able to say Maybe his, his name. Airstream yeah. broke down. <laughs> uh, but no, he he it, it was legit and I, my tolerance, I don't it might be my tolerance or like my biology or something, but for some reason, like I went 10 hits just really holding it in, release it, and then another hit, hold it, release it like Damn. 10 times in a row, just no visual. Are you wow. serious? Yes. Dude, we, we have did you tried that on, other yeah. on other occasions? Yeah, I, I had uh in Seattle somebody I bought like a hundred dollar DMT vape pen and it was the same thing. I, I went super hard on it, holding it in, just sitting on my sofa, just like hold it in, still the same thing, body high, but no visual. What about salvia? I that's the thing. I'm like, I've never tried it. Hmm. 
if that would be the thing that would get me, because I am a psychonaut. I, whenever I started trying out drugs, I'd immediately, like, you know, I grew up on a cattle farm. I used to go pick shrooms whenever I started doing drugs and just did shrooms a shit ton. Uh, I love psychotropics and hallucinogens. Kind of want to get that um, ego death. Uh, Have you never had it? No. That's crazy. Wow. I get it with even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. me too. I've never. We, even one gram. We, we took like half of, we took puffs of DMT and it all, it got all fucked up. The powder fell through the maybe, filter and shit. Maybe but, and you can't get it. still got pretty high. Yeah. Maybe you can't get it because you're the Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> you're Jesus, bro. Your, your yeah. ego is already dead. You don't, Dude, you're the child. That could be the, what if your ego is already you're dead, Clay? already enlightened. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, definitely. You don't even know. That's that's what somebody that like that would say. Sometimes they don't know. <laughs> that's exactly what they would say. Sometimes they don't know. You know that, right? You know that there are Buddhas that don't know that they're Buddhas. You know that, that's right? That's why they're Buddhas. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Yes. Be the Buddha. Yes. You look like Buddha. <laughs> you look like a Buddha oh statue, god. like a wonderful well, and even especially be. when you laugh. Oh my god. Technically <laughs> that Buddha is a different guy. Yeah. It's not But he's a Buddha. Buddha. A Buddha just means enlightened one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, not just fat. Yeah, exactly. That the other guy, what is that other guy? What Gautama. Gautama? Yeah. That's right. You look like Gautama. <laughs> That's adorable. Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if you're already enlightened? Do you, have you ever thought of that? Has that ever occurred to you? God's I, trying to tell you something. <laughs> Come back to Jesus. You just keep hitting. You just get nothing. He's like, huh? Yeah. Huh? Come on. <laughs> See what I'm telling you? Well, yeah. it would be nice for him to let me know. It would be nice for him to let me know if I, like, I'm no. just trying no. to get nope. as high as possible no. and just not able to get there. And you know just that? like, yeah, you're already there. Right? Like, no. be, uh, I mean. They call it the gateless gate. You know that? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> Yeah, they call <laughs> no, it the gateless. Really. I'm serious. They call it the gateless gate. Okay. There's no gate. Like it's in the never-ending story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how he got through that gate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Very good night. Na- nice note to end on for Clay yeah. to go into an existential crisis now at While the end of the podcast. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, let's, we're just going to leave now. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to go. <laughs> also, on the flip side, that means that you and I are the least enlightened people we are on so the planet. Not, well, I already knew that, but that's fine. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, y'all are the best. It, well, it, me. It, it was, it was, I feel like you're. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, all right, yeah, I guess we're ending it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. On that note, thank y'all, everybody. Uh, it's been a great episode. Uh, Terrell Reads. Peace. Hell yeah. Bye.